Good morning. Today is March 2nd, 2022. It's a Wednesday and I feel odd. Thank you for joining me this week. I read um, a whole book this week, which is not saying a lot. I should be reading a book every week if I'm going to try and get my 50 books this year, hit, hit my goal with that. Um, but this book I actually read for my fiction writing class. It's called How to Pronounce Knife and it's by Suvankam Thamavongsa. Um, and it's a collection of short stories, so there's a lot in here. A lot of them deal with the different challenges um, a multicultural background faces um, and having being a first-generation student. Um, there's a lot of things in here that were really interesting, but there was one concept um, that has really stuck with me that I've been thinking about, especially since I've been thinking about home recently. And... I don't know. Um, as I was talking to my, my fiance um, recently, I was talking about how it's so weird that our lives were once so enraptured and tangled in with our families. And now our families are kind of like a secondary part of our life or a part of our life that we don't share with that many people or people have less access to. And it's just so weird sometimes to realize that my childhood is all the way over. Um, and it, it's so it's so weird that family was is such an important part of my life um but I live so far away from them and I miss them and I think it's so strange to think about my mother and think about how you know she gave birth to me and she remembers so so much of my life that I will never remember you know um so it's so weird to think about that concept and think about how it must be so weird to be a mother and there is one short story um in this book that really made me think of that and has stuck with me. Um, there are a few short stories in this book that are about mothers, especially and about parents and how they deal with um, being from a different country and then immigrating to the States and raising a kid here when their status has been like taken away from them as soon as they immigrate and they have to start over with a new life. Like, for example, my favorite story from this collection is actually, it's called Chickachee. Um, <laughs> and it's the the wrong uh pronunciation of saying trick-or-treat at halloween it's a story of these kids that they go um and they're really poor and they live in a really sketchy apartment complex because it's all that their family can afford um and then they end up going trick-or-treating and it's like the highlight of their entire year every time because um they get all the, they go they go trick-or-treating in a, a rich neighborhood and they get all of these fancy kinds of candy and they get chips and they get food and they get to fill up their pillowcases and it's just like their favorite day of the whole year um and it's about like the parents perspective on getting to take them to do that and where it might be like a holiday like that is like way more important to those kids than uh people would realize i don't know it's just really well written i don't know how to explain it very well um that was probably my favorite in there there's a lot of stories about family and like the differences between like race and class and how they affect um the way that people raise their kids and the relationships that you have with your parents but the story I'm going to be reading from today, I'm only going to read um, one sentence, actually, because it's really stuck with me, is about this mother who goes to, and visits, or, I don't know, every time her daughter gets off of school or gets off of work, then she'll go and park her car and, like, follow her routine and watch her from afar, kind of, like, stalking her own daughter. She'll sit outside her, her house and watch the lights turn on and off just to see her daughter living her life um, without her mother, which is really sad. Um, but there's a specific line that really made me think of my mother and made me think of this concept, especially since I've been really missing home recently and thinking about my own mother. Um, 
Anyway, the short story itself is called You Are So Embarrassing. Um, and it's about this daughter being embarrassed of her mother, and that's why there's a lot of distance between them as well. Um, I'll actually read part of a few sentences leading up to the sentence that I'm thinking of, but... Uh, it says, The woman had noticed little details outside the house. There was a light turning on in a room, the shape of a black garbage bag left at the curb, and then she saw her daughter's face framed by the kitchen window like a small photograph. She was standing at the sink doing dishes. Her husband came into view, caressing the back of her neck before turning her into a slow dance. Her daughter seemed happy. When you're a mother, you create a life and then you watch it go its own way. It's what you hope for and want, but when it happens, it happens without you. The woman slipped back into her car and drove away. So the sentence out of there that I, I particularly uh, underlined says, When you're a mother, you create a life, and then you watch it go its own way. It's what you hope for and want, but when it happens, it happens without you. That's what I... I I've been thinking about that sentence a lot, um, especially when I think about, like, my life to come, and, like, I want to be a mother at some point. It's it's so interesting that the, the, the cycle of life, the circle of life, um, if you will... <laughs> is all about creating life um, and then letting it, you know, in order to create a life and what you hope that s someone succeeds and has their own life um, means that you have to let them go and let them do it without you. And so I call my mom a lot. I call my mom like every few days and kind of update her on my life. And I feel like I'm always showing her like, look, this is what I'm doing. And like, I'm creating a life for myself. Like, and I want her to be proud of me. And she, she is, um, it's so weird to create a life without my family when my life was so entangled in them growing up, especially because I moved a lot growing up. And so all we had was each other in a way. And it's so weird to move on my own and, you know, move into this life, my adult life. And it's no longer this thing that is surreal or something that is so new and like crazy and ironic that I'm doing all these adult things because now I just am an adult. And it's so hard um, to not do it with my parents anymore in a way. It's kind of sad for me to move because... It was always, we had each other's backs, and um, we were, my family was there when nobody else was. And it's so, it's so strange that there's so much in my life that I don't remember from ages, like, zero, <laughs> or even, like, negative zero, um, all the way up until, like, my first memory that my mother was a part of, and she got to see me at all different stages, and it's hard for me to remember that she has seen me in all of my different forms, um, and now I'm creating a life of my own, and she kind of has to just watch from a distance or watch from phone calls. I guess this short story just kind of reminded me of the complexities of life and relationships and people, which is what I'm always finding in books, of course. Um, but it just reminded me that of of this complexity and of this, this irony and creating a life and then watching it go away, even though that's what you hope for it. I think books are one of the only things that have that power um, to, sh to highlight these, these complexities and these um, relationships that we have with different people in our life and that is why I'm eternally grateful for books and their impact in highlighting the, uh, these parts of life that we might not think about all the time. This always makes me think of the different poems that I've written about my mother. I often write about my mother um, when I write poetry because when I think back on my childhood she was such a big part of 
who I am today. Obviously, my my father too. But some of the the ways that I create my own life now are so structured after my mother, in a different kind of pride. I think I'll never be able to put put words to. I'm always trying to replicate certain parts of my life that she gave to me, and I think are such a gift to who I am and the way that I choose to live my life. Um, especially the way that she really loved books and she loved literature and she raised me on art. Um, she, she spent our extra money taking me to plays and buying me books. And, um, she, even we, we homeschooled for a while because I was going too ahead in some of our, uh, reading and writing classes. And she wanted to make sure that I got to, got to read more and integrate art more into the way that, um, I learned and of course that's so integral to the way I see life now and the way that I live my life because now I'm an artist I'm a writer and it's a lot of that is just really because of her because she really made that part of my lifestyle growing up um so I've written a lot of poems about my mother for that reason because when I think back on my childhood and the things that really made me me and she really fostered that in a way I think is really hard for me to to not not name all the time and not write about all the time um I'm going to read one of them. This is not my most popular poem about my mother, but I really like it. Um, and it makes me think of my, my dad, too. It's called My Childhood Made a Poet Out of Me. I gave myself a bath today, thought of my mother's tender arms cupping the back of my head in her palms, of her lilting voice singing lullabies to soothe my head into the water, to chase away my childish fear of drowning in the bathtub. Now my longer limbs feel gangly as I tuck them inside the basin, so I turn out the light and hug my knees to my chest. I make myself a child again by remembering my home. When it was just my mother and I playing house as my father went to work, making a little life out of the overpriced two-bedroom, out of laundry and dishes and bathtubs, bound by the secret of being one another's world. My childhood made a poet out of me, made me a memory collector. I still buy the same scents of candles that we lit on the kitchen table. I still sing the lullabies, though now I'm not afraid to drown. Yeah, so that is a poem I wrote about uh, my mother, and this is especially about like the er the early years of my life that I have such frayed memories too, and I just remember these certain images, like or these scents. I remember um, she would always buy the fall candles, and we would stock up on them, and always we would burn them, like no matter what the season was. We were we were always uh, we always had like mold cider smell in the house or like burnt autumn so we had all these autumn candles everywhere in our house um and because I, i'm the oldest child and i was the first child there were four years in my life where it was just me and my mom um during most of the day when my dad was at work and we were each other's worlds and it's just so nice for me to to picture that image even though i i, I mean i was a part of it but i don't remember so much of it and so but the parts that i do remember um like now I still buy those same scented candles when I miss my mom and I burn them and it makes me think of that. Or sometimes my few memories that I do have of our first house are like the torn carpet and we lived in California so it was like overpriced two bedroom house. Um, but my childhood was so loving and I think of my mother and I think of that time and how much I don't remember it and I think of missing her now and realizing that now I'm, I'm moving into an overpriced um, first house, you know what I mean? So it's like, all these things are starting over, but they're starting over without my mother. And, or they're starting over with her from afar. 
Um, so that's really what I thought of when I read this short story, and it's been kind of on my mind, especially as I've been embracing a lot of change recently. And I, yeah, I'm just so thankful for my mom and even for the memories that I will never quite remember. Anyways, that is all I have for this week. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode on reading from a book of short stories that I read this week. I would definitely recommend this book. Um, it was really well written and I think it was really interesting, especially in helping me with fiction writing um, and making me think of my mother. I hope you have a great week and I can't wait to see you next week for the next episode. But until then, I hope you find something wonderful to read.